Welcome to a new year of the People and Places Along the Heritage Trail podcast. This year, we're exploring all the things to see and do in Elkhart County and talking to the people who make Elkhart County a well-crafted place. In this episode, you'll learn about the history of Coppas Commons and hear some exciting activities the Elkhart Parks Department has going on for the winter season. Hey, and welcome back to another great episode of the People and Places Along the Heritage Trail podcast. And I am really excited uh, to have Sonia on with me to kick off this episode. And Sonia, we are just a week out of finishing the 15th year of the Quilt Gardens. Those ended last Thursday, but the fun isn't exactly over, is it? It's not. You know, we love flowers and fun here. And um, I have some amazing people that I've been in touch with, and they just don't want the fun to stop either. So uh, there are still quilt gardens to be enjoyed. And in fact, some of them have mums in and new plants. So it's a whole new fall experience. You need to get, Amanda, if you haven't, you need to go downtown Wakarusa, brand new mums, the glorious design. The folks at Wellfield have their gardens still in. And the courthouse in downtown Goshen, these are great people in Goshen. So I work with bus groups, as many of you might know, and I welcome people. There's a garden group coming all the way from Wisconsin to spend four days in Elkhart County to see quilt gardens and meet people and have food and enjoy theater and go to great shopping. So they wanted to see quilt gardens the 1st of October. Oh, gosh. So <laughs> I had to call and ask and say, is it any way possible you fun folks would keep it in to help these fun folks from Wisconsin enjoy? Everybody immediately said yes. So Linton's Enchanted Gardens, the Courthouse, um, Wellfield, Wakarusa, the Napanee Center, all stepped up to the plate, said, of course, we'll be happy to welcome these folks from Wisconsin into our community. So that's what's fun about this project. There really are some amazing people here. Absolutely. And, you know, the listeners are well aware that the quilt garden starts uh, right around Memorial Day. And if they are anything like my ability to home garden at this point in the year, those flowers are kind of saying, put me to bed. But as we've talked over and over on this podcast, we have literally hundreds of volunteers uh, that work throughout the summer to make sure that those gardens are well maintained. And, you know, even though we are past the official ending, like you said, Sonia, they're working really hard to keep those in. And, you know, the 15th anniversary of the Quilt Gardens were celebrated with that epic art and the Seward Johnson sculptures are still going to be here for a while, right? That's true. The uh, Seward Johnson sculptures are here until October 28th at quilt garden sites, as well as in a few downtown locations. And so some of our gardeners were also concerned, well, how can we take out these pretty plants when we have this amazing sculpture? So there's yeah. still time for everybody to go and see them, get their pictures, pose by them. There was one yesterday with a friend of mine. She was posing like Marilyn in front of Linton's by that sculpture. It was just gorgeous. And so fun. Uh, so there's still time to get out and, and get inside the hula hoop at the Bristol Historical Museum, um, pretend to be the farmer couple at the farmhouse in Napanee. Uh, so we want everybody to enjoy this. The fun isn't over. Uh, those Seward Johnson are still here and there's still great things and places to see. And I think one thing that we haven't really talked about quite as much is that the Sewer Johnson sculpture at the Elkhart County 4-H Fairgrounds in Goshen made its first appearance here in Elkhart County, and it had never been on display before. 
That's right. So the Seward Johnson Atelier in New Jersey, they create and craft out of bronze these amazing lifelike sculptures. And they oftentimes introduce new designs and new inspirations. In fact, when they were here five years ago, they asked us, what do you think might be good or what's missing from our overall collection that we could add that would be an important scene? At the time, we talked about when we were there at Goshen, when we were installing yeah. with them here on site, said, you know, agriculture, family, kids, farming, uh, country experiences. If we could find a, a sculpture that would embody that, and what better than the one that's at the fairgrounds right now? Oh so that's kind of how that inspiration was born, was by that creative insight. And so we were honored to be the first location for it to be seen. So it's definitely fun. You're going to want to see it. Uh, we've been asked by Seward Johnson for photos. So our photos will be used to promote this piece to other communities. So talk about groundbreaking. That's what oh, we do here in Elkhart County. Absolutely. And, you know, to say that they nailed that piece is just such an understatement. The detail on there and, you know, the Seward Johnson sculptures, um, I know that I'm not going to use the right artistic terms, but some of them are more lifelike than others. Some of them still do have more bronze on them than not. And the one at the fairgrounds, um, I mean, it is complete, it completely looks like a, a dad and a daughter does yes. to, you know, he needs to get a manicure. I mean, yes. the, the amount <laughs> exactly. of detail on there. Exactly. There is no level of detail they don't consider between the wrinkles in the pants to yep. the buckle to the watch, the the nails, whether they be polished or needing a, <laughs> a clip uh, to, to the, the features on the face. Everything uh, is detailed that they work. And um, yes, I've, I've heard, and, and it's okay if, if our listeners consider some of them to be creepy, I get it. When you, <laughs> when you drive by, especially at night, you might take a second or third glance, uh, but it's knowing that it really is so lifelike and so experiential that makes it so special. Absolutely. And we are excited this year to have Millersburg um, join us on those Epic Art Adventures. They've got that great sculpture uh, down there. And then they also feature one, I think, of the largest mm -hmm. local art pieces that we have. And certainly, Sonia, the Epic Art is more, obviously more than just the Seward Johnson sculptures. And it really focuses on those amazing local artists we have. And so let's talk about that a little bit because, um, you know, certainly those are not going away anytime soon. So let's let's talk about the, the local artists and that connection. Sure. Well, so uh, we have so many amazing crafters and artisans here in Elkhart County. And I'm not sure if our listeners know, but Goshen College has a whole division of sculpture creation with using students, college students, sophomores, juniors, seniors, many who are not even artists uh, from a professional viewpoint mm -hmm. and have no thought of going into sculpture or art as a profession. They're engineers or uh, creative uh, um, uh, working with other communities and development programs. So the opportunity to craft and create art from steel or metal or wood is something they take a class and they're learning. So when we had this opportunity to expand the Seward Johnson, we knew that we wanted to tap into that creative genius and kind of provide some inspiration and motivation and recognize that art can be a viability. Now, not for me. I'm not an artist. <laughs> Neither am I. <laughs> I'm not building 
building an art sculpture piece by any time soon, but um, unless you make it out of cupcakes, but that doesn't work either. So, and, oh my God, um, the listeners need to understand, Sonia, how incredible of a baker you are. We're very fortunate here uh, at the Elkhart County CVB uh, to get birthday treats fairly frequently. Um, and Sonia does an incredible job baking those and they are a true art form, but we don't put those on display. And in fact, yeah. we don't offer them up to anybody because no, we those are just internal. <laughs> so uh, uh, John Mishler is the professor at Goshen College. And so he is uh, has exhibits, curates exhibits, professional installations around the nation. He's very well known in the art sculpture world. So as a professor, he's been curating and working with those students. And you know what, Amanda? I have twisted Amanda's arm and she's going to let me take over this podcast pretty soon. Yes. So you're going to be hearing and meeting these artists. You'll hear directly from them and their uh, ideas, how they like it, what they didn't expect. Uh, and I can tell you their buzz is already starting for next year, but we don't want to share that. No, so, we don't. we're not sharing any details about next year quite yet. No, no. But this uh, podcast takeover will be lots of fun. And we're going to talk about art and metal and uh, really meet some interesting people who some of them are residents here in Elkhart County year round, and some are temporary residents that just come for school. So we're going to learn a little bit about what their favorite hangout you might find a new favorite as well. Uh, so we're going to have loads of fun and um, the local art will be on display until the end of April. So it has a few more months past the Seward Johnson. Uh, so even it will have fun time to engage and we hope you'll get out and see the local art too. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, Sonia, you did mention that Goshen College is kind of that um, unknown hub of art. And, you know, we've had Mark Gertson on the podcast before, and I just, I'm going to keep telling Mark's story because I think that it is so perfect that he was a student at Goshen College and he took pottery as an elective. Yeah. And he was given a B when he thought that he should have been given an A. And he just kept taking it, trying to prove to the professor <laughs> that he was worthy of that higher grade. Sure. And it really sparked his interest and mm -hmm. in his studio is spectacular. It so when is. we talk about local art, certainly the art that we have on display for the public out in the environment, um, mm -hmm. you know, like the the Millersburg Hopper is uh, right there downtown next to their park. And then we've got some that are right on Main Street in, in downtown Goshen, and they are scattered in kind of different locations. Um, but art does expand into those uh, pottery features mm -hmm. and certainly the performing arts and all of those kind of things. So when Sonia takes over the podcast for October, talking about local artists, certainly we'll be back after that, uh, talking about all of the other well-crafted uh, things that we have going on here in Elkhart County. Yes. And I hope everyone now don't let me down. You have to still tune in and listen because uh, otherwise um, it, it, Amanda won't let me ever do it. Again. <laughs> <laughs> you all need to just join in and listen. I promise we'll make it fun. And uh, we're going to have some uh, cool surprises and interesting conversations. You'll meet some of your neighbors uh, virtually anyway. And uh, we look forward to it. Absolutely. And I do know I don't want to wreck the surprise, but Sonia, we talked about quilt gardens. We talked about how they're wrapping up. We talked about how some of them are staying around for a while, but I think one of them here in Elkhart at Wellfield is really staying around uh, for a while and is going to be kind of a cool test, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. So we're going to test uh, the Wellfield team came up with this amazing idea. What about a quilt garden in Christmas lights? 
Ooh, well, that'd be fun. Twinkling lights all aglow for 17 days in November and December. And it's all connected to the Wellfield a light display that you can buy a ticket and see. Um, so we're excited. It's a test. Uh, we're having conversations with them about how to perhaps continue this throughout other communities. But it'll be another time to enjoy that love of design in a different format. Uh, so we hope everybody gets out and, and sees that as well. And we'll, of course, share some information uh, closer to that opening time. Absolutely. Thank you, Sonia, so much. And one one real quick question. Yeah. Can I bring you back on the podcast so you could talk about how you do all of those baked goods? Because <laughs> I know that I have tried to bake chocolate chip cookies and I've gone into your office and I've said these failed. Can you help me? So as we're gearing up for that holiday baking season, hopefully uh, you can give us some tips and tricks on what we can do. <laughs> well, sure. I'm not a professional baker. We have some amazing professional bakers in Elkhart County, but it is a, a, a local personal passion of mine and something that I uh, love to do. And so if, if, Anybody would like to listen and uh, I'll give you my mom's <laughs> secret sugar cookie recipe. Oh, all the tips. I could do that. Yeah. Um, or how to make the yummy chocolate peanut butter cup uh, double layer cake that is my husband's favorite um, that oozes chocolate and peanut butter. That would be fun too. Yes. So uh, we'll share um, uh, some, some things. If you'd like, I'd be happy to. Perfect. And of course, for the visitors and residents that are listening and they want to know what uh, quilt garden sites are still viewable when they are interested in seeing them, they can always call us here at the visitor center or you can check us out um, on quiltgardens.com and we'll have that updated list. Exactly. That passport will still be going. The Epic Art Passport will get you around to show you all of the art. And so that would be the best way to know which date, which garden is uh, coming out and what is happening around the Heritage Trail. And Sonia, it's safe to say that in 2023, the quilt gardens are back, but they will be mature. They are going to be 16. They could drive a car <laughs> if they had one. Uh, we're gearing up to send them off to college. But is there any little fun tips that you may be able to give us about what's in store for 2023? Yes, we're in the uh, application um, process uh, has been completed uh, for 23. We've got some amazing new designs and our theme for 2023 is connecting nature with threads and blooms. So our designs are going to be somewhat playful uh, with nature themes and even a puppy dog with bones, which will be a fun to see in plants. I think everybody's going to want to go there and take their own bow wow there and get a selfie with their dog. So uh, we're going to have some fun next year. And yes, brand new logo, brand new stuff happening. Um, we're refreshing and keeping it going. Uh, people are excited and we hope our listeners are too. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Sonia. As always, it's been really fun and uh, we'll chat soon. All right. Thank you, Amanda. And everybody have a really great day. All right. We were really excited to hear from Sonia and especially that some of the quilt gardens are still in the ground, even though they officially ended last week. So I wanted to pull Jessica on the podcast to talk about all of the great passports that we've got especially when we're taking these quilt gardens offline, uh, that passport's going to be really beneficial, right, Jessica? 
Yeah, absolutely. So the passport, well, the Quilt Gardens passport is so much fun. I think everyone who uh, used the passport had a blast. It's kind of like a scavenger hunt. So um, that is still available um, as long as um, the Quilt Gardens at the specific locations are still in. So go ahead and feel free to go to our website, quiltgardens.com, and you're able to access that passport on your mobile device and still catch those quilt gardens and check in at those quilt gardens and murals as long as they're still up um but the epic art passport is yeah. is still going strong and and everyone is loving that as well um being able to see these sewer johnson sculptures and check in and and the local art pieces um checking in and everyone's loving their um being able to be entered to win this well-crafted food lovers delight prize that we have yeah. available yeah and so um yeah you know, we've talked about the passports um, a couple of times on the podcast, and they really are very simple to use. You know, as you mentioned, Jessica, for the Quilt Gardens one, you just go to quiltgardens.com. And if you haven't downloaded it yet, even though the Quilt Gardens are officially done, you can still access that pass. And it's just not going to have all of the gardens on it because some of them did did kind of come to the end of their life uh, last week. But Jessica, that will be continuously updated until we just simply don't have any more quilt gardens or quilt murals, right? Yeah, as, as uh, we'll remove the ones that um, are removed. And then as some of the sites, like you mentioned, will still keep their quilt garden for as long as they can and we'll update that passport so you won't be confused. You'll be able to know exactly which ones are still available to see until they're not. Exactly. And people can always call us here at the Visitor Center for that information. But let's talk about the Epic Art again, because Epic Art Adventures really was the birthday celebration that we had for the 15th anniversary of the Quilt Gardens. And as Sonia mentioned, the Seward Johnson sculptures are not leaving uh, until the end of October. So, you know, we've got the Seward Johnson on those Epic Art, but we really have a lot of local art featured on there, right, Jessica? Yeah, it's so exciting. Um, everyone wants to know, how do I find them? How do I see them? And there are so many. So it's just a great way to be able to get the addresses, get the names of the artists and the art pieces and be able to go and find those. And we'll definitely have those all available. Um, and people are just loving it. They love that kind yeah. of um, scavenger hunt type feel. And they're excited to be able to know that they this app um, well, it's not really an app, but it kind of functions yep. as an app, and it really has that a mapping function to help you get from one piece to the next. It shows you what you're closest to. It gives all the vital information, um, so it's a fun way, and that will be up and available and updated um, as long as those art pieces are available, and the local and regional art pieces are available through April, I believe. Yeah, which is really exciting. Those were, were nearly a one-year installation, um, so that that's really cool. But those are not the only two passports that we have. And I think one of my favorite ones are the deals and discounts passport, because that has some amazing coupons on it and a lot of uh, variety from food and museums and that kind of thing. So Jessica, can, can you tell the listeners more about that passport? 
Yeah, well, everybody loves a good deal, um, especially right now as we move into the fall and the, the holiday shopping season. Yeah. So this passport, I, I know it's going to be very popular and you can find it on our website. Visit ElkhartCounty.com under deals and discounts. And so, again, this is a great thing to um, access on your mobile device and all of our participating uh, Elkhart County businesses are on there with their deals, everything from um, clothing boutiques to gifts. Um, uh, we have some um, food and treats. Yeah, yeah, coffee, all kinds of fun stuff. So you can um, very simply look at those deals, uh, walk into the, the business, hit redeem and show them the, the coupon and you'll get your deal. It makes it super easy. And again, that mapping function is on there too. So you'll be able to see their their address and everything and find it using your mobile device. Which is really nice. And that's, um, Jessica, you're constantly uh, adding deals and discounts as we're receiving new ones. So, you know, if you download, and we keep saying download an instant app, and it's much simpler than that, but that's kind yeah. of the only way to be able to explain the passports right. uh, because you can create that shortcut on your home screen. So it's really easy to find. Um, but if you gain access to that, and let's say some of the deals and discounts don't quite pique your interest that day, you should always be checking back and see what else is new, right? Yeah, I'm definitely adding those. I'm just actually was adding some more today. So um, yeah, definitely check back. You can use the, um, you can redeem the discounts and offers more than once. So you'll want to keep that on your phone. Like, um, like you said, Amanda, you can save a shortcut to your, and it works with any mobile device. So mm -hmm. it's very easy to use save and then you know be able to access those offers all all the time and we'll keep adding new ones as we get them that is so great and that one doesn't really have an expiration date right no that will be up forever probably <laughs> so it's just handy you know to have it on your phone always for when you're in the area um just you know go back and check that and see what kind of offers are available and that's not something that is just for visitors. We really want residents to be able to use it and the businesses do too. Absolutely. Yeah. If you, if you're in the area, if you live in the area, keep that on your phone, always check there first to see if there are any deals or special offers. Um, especially as, like I mentioned, we get into the holiday shopping season, that's going to be your resource to find those great gifts. Yeah, absolutely. Even though we are about three-fourths of the way through September, uh, that holiday shopping time is certainly sneaking up on us. Yep. Um, I think we've started to have a couple of our first cold days, so we're thinking all things apples and all of that, and then very quickly, it is buying those gifts, uh, Jessica, and I know that you are busy getting ready to add the holiday theme to the deals and discounts. Yes, absolutely. We are constantly working on these. We're going to have, um, I know we're going to have tons of special um, offers and holiday themes and things going on in that app. So be sure to check our website and our social media pages often. Absolutely. And to get that deals and discounts password, passport, you just go to visit elkhartcounty.com and right there up in the header, you can uh, do one of the navigational menus and find deals and discounts and it'll take you right there. Absolutely. Great. Thank you so much, Jessica. And certainly if anybody listening to the podcast has any questions about how any of the passports work, feel free to contact us here uh, at the Elkhart County Visitor Center. We're always more than happy to help. And if you're in the area, swing by and we can most certainly help you get on your way. Thank you.
We hope you enjoyed this episode of the people and places along the Heritage Trail. Join us next time as we meet more wonderful people who make Elkhart County a well-crafted place.